0: Just after I've posted it, it's gonna be evening. Otherwise, if you're catching it on a replay a little bit later on in the week, whatever time of day it is, welcome. This week, what am I gonna talk about this week? This week I'm gonna talk about whatever's going on in the world around me. I'm not talk about any one subject. I'm just gonna jump on news feeds, gonna talk about the fight I just watched between um, fury and jake paul just tuned in to watch the fight big boxing fan like to watch a bit of boxing mostly for the strategy aspect rather than the violence side a lot of guys like to see a bit of violence but i could take or leave violence doesn't mean that much to me i like to see the strategy behind the boxing so, interesting fight. It kind of takes the Mickey out of the sport of boxing. However, let's go back to basics. Let's think about 100 years ago. It was a street brawl. Let's face it. These guys used to fight in the mud. 120 rounds. It wasn't about a sport, particularly. It's just about a good old fight, knuckle down, see who wins. Take it from there. Talked about Ben Korn last week, funny enough. That was an interesting coincidence, but yeah, talked about Ben Korn. Uh, one of the champions of the UK boxing scene. Big Ben named after him. And one of the reasons I got my nickname, because of Big Ben having a nickname before me. But yeah, so I like a little bit of boxing. Uh, not really that interested in these hyped boxing matches, they're okay, again, you know, they're amateurs, you're watching amateurs fight, so there's a little bit of a brawl, um, they train hard, all respect to them, it's not an easy thing to do, get in a ring, especially in front of that many people, and fight, and fight hard, take punches, last all those rounds, I do a little bit of boxing training myself every now and then, and round after round, it's not an easy thing, so... Well done to them both. Enjoyed it for what it was. But, you know, as a sport, it, I do feel it takes a little bit of a joke with the, the whole sport side of boxing. So, but let's you know, what was it? What was it geared up for? It was a bit of entertainment. You know, these people are entertainers. So, where they go from here is down to them. Obviously, I'm assuming they'll never make professional boxers uh, maybe they will maybe they won't but it is what it is I don't know what you guys thought of the fight if any of you bothered to tune in for it this week what else has been happening a uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that uh, we've had Idris but I think he was in the news um, because he decided that he wasn't going to call himself a black actor anymore he felt it limits him which um, I would. Personally, I would agree with, because um, I hear two sides of this argument. Um, don't want to get too deep into it, because I'm just giving a quick peruse over this week's activities. But um, I do agree with Idris. I agree that, you know, you can go as far as you want to. And there's plenty of people out there who have gone far, come from nothing, worked their way up. Doesn't matter what their nationality or color is, they've been able to achieve something. And there's also plenty of people out there who are the right color, nationality, and don't achieve anything, even if they try hard. So I, after years thinking this stuff through, I have to agree with Idris. I think um, your career will go as far as you want it to go. There will be limitations on every human being, whatever your race, class or creed. So to assume that you can go higher than you aspire to, then um, again, it's a very naive way of thinking. And to assume that everybody can achieve their goals, very naive way of thinking. It's very, very difficult to achieve your goals, very difficult to achieve success it was easy we'd all be there but we're not the fact of the matter is that success doesn't have favorites it has hard work it has opportunity so uh, i've spoken to a lot of people on this subject over the years read a lot of books on the subject and the reality is, is there's a lot of chance involved there's a lot of people giving thanks to somebody giving them a bit of help mentorship which is very important in business, mentorship. If you don't have a mentor, it doesn't matter how clever you are, it doesn't matter how gifted you are, without somebody to kind of teach you, show you the ropes, you're still gonna struggle a little bit. So what else has been happening around the world? I'm trying to think. There's been the usual attacks on different people groups, different nationalities violence seems to be increasing around the world uh... it's it's downward slope because obviously violence breeds violence and every time somebody is violent then people tend to pick up arms they want revenge, they they think violence is the solution uh... i've never seen that violence being the solution to violence because it always becomes tit for tat it always becomes next to commit an act of violence is usually the opposition, Um, then you retaliate. Is there any sense in it? Not really. There's no sense in it because you have to have reason and intellect to sit across the table from your enemies and discuss rationally solutions to your issues. If you're fighting over anything, any number of things, there has to be rationale to it. You know, you can't sit across the table from somebody who makes demands that are irrational. You can't do it. It's impossible. So, if you have an enemy who is irrational, then what do you do? Is there a peaceful way to solve that? When you look around the world, you can see that there is. Because I've seen people try and sit down and offer a hand of peace. Somebody turns around and says, Nope, I'm irrational about this. I don't want your hand at peace. I want it my way. Without compromise. Without compromise. Or compromise in a 70-30% ratio. You know, it's, not, it's, gonna, it's a hard road to walk. You look at Israel, Israel and Palestine. It's a hard road to walk. You go back to any conflict Russia... Ukraine, you know, there's, there's no compromise, but there's no 50-50, what is the solution, what is the right answer, you know, you have to do a lot of research into these things, I'm trying to think, it's been a quiet week I have to say, from a news perspective, either it's just been me, um, not really been doing too much, looking too far into things, or whether or not it's been quiet in general. I thought, okay, it's a podcast week, another busy week for me. Why has it been busy? been at the gym, had work commitments, had other commitments. Um, what have I been doing at the gym? Okay. Now, like I said, I've been working the bag, doing um, a bit of swimming, still into that health and fitness side of things. So... Always an important aspect of my daily life. Uh, Made a couple of new songs this week. And I'm working on an art studio at the moment. So I'm very into art. I think art therapy is a big underutilized aspect of people's lives. Their well-being. It opens the creative side of the brain. Which is important. Health and well-being, well-roundedness. It also helps with intellects, as I mentioned last week. It helps stimulate intellect. So I try my best to enter into something creative. And when I'm not creative, I do notice a difference in um, things like happiness, peace, content. So I would suggest that even if you're no good at drawing, doodle. you know, pick up a pen and paper, do something artistic take up a hobby, so for me I like photography, it's an art, um, just setting up a studio at the moment, found my canvas, so for many years I've wanted to do art, paintings, art, art of some sort on a canvas, but I don't like working with ordinary canvases, I don't like paper, I don't like your traditional canvases. Not really that much a fan of pencil, pen, acrylic, oils, although I've worked with oils and acrylics and watercolours and things before. Never really felt that it expressed who I am, which is what art is supposed to be about. Capturing who you are on a physical form outside of your head. That's what all innovation is about. That's what all creativity is about architecture whatever it is it's about taking your imagination who you are and expressing it in a physical form outside of your head outside of your person which is why it's, it's a healthy part of human nature to be able to express our thoughts in a healthy way in an artistic way often used in prisons to help rehabilitate people doing crafts and arts gardening because that self-expression or intellectual way of expressing ourselves in a healthy way rather than violence or or anger or any other locked away emotion that comes out in other forms so i try and do that like i said preemptive strikes why wait till you're unhealthy to introduce something healthy So if it's going to help me stay healthy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, then I'll introduce art to my daily life. So anyway, I was looking for my canvas for years. Long, long time. Couldn't find it. Loved art, couldn't find it. Then one day, it dawned on me. And you get those little eureka moments where you think, that's it, that's my canvas. That's my canvas. Why? Because it's an expression of who I am. It's an expression of how I can be in a material version of my imagination, my creativity. So I started setting up my studio. Along with that, I've started ordering the canvases. I won't tell you what it is at this stage because it will be a surprise in the future. Um, I have some plans for some art exhibits. In the near future uh, depending how much I can get it set up uh, a few different exhibits because I like to work with different formats different from photography as I said sculpture painting um, music as an art form so yeah have some plans in the future obviously I'll make some announcements when things come up um, Get some photographers, I've got some photographers that are due to come on to discuss their trade. Uh, Tell me a little bit more about what they do, because I'm always learning. I'm quite raw with my photography, I like to just pick up any camera, even a mobile phone. And if I see an image, capture it best I can. For me it's more about the eye. Obviously it would be nice to have a £5,000 equipment to capture what it is that you see. But even with that equipment, you don't often capture it, what it is you want to capture. So, any, fo- any camera will do. And for me, that's another form of art expression. So, I like to put all my art together. That is who I am. That's what I do. As you've heard some music that I've posted on here. As I said, art's not for everybody. There's an artist that I like one particular artist. You know, do I like Banksy? Get yeah, some of his stuff, but I don't like it all. And that's how art should be. Because you, you're, an art, you're not gonna like everything an artist does. Just like your spouse, you don't have to like everything they do. Some things they do might irritate you. Yeah, but then other things you love. So, you might love their smile, you may hate their frown. You might love their chuckle, I hate their laugh you know it's just the way it is and that's how art is so I won't name drop them my artist's choices but there's an artist I like and two or three of his pictures would love to have in the house have one of his already and it's the same with myself I'm just going to sit down in my studio when it's finished with my canvas and relax and zone out and create. And I think that's how art should be. No intention of sell. No intention of pop, popularity. No intention of pleasing anybody but the creative side of my brain. And that's cool, that's fine by me. What I do with it from then, it could sit in my studio I could go up in my house I could go to a family and friends I'm sure I'm going to have a plenty of family and friends that are going to be annoyed that they're getting my artwork every birthday and Christmas but again that's cool if they even if they don't want it I don't mind them selling it, getting rid of it I'm throwing it away but it's the thought that counts you know in the old days you think about the UK, traditionally the UK people used to make presents for each other that's how things started. You know, birthday cards, they'd make a birthday card. Painting, they'd do a painting for somebody. Commission a painting for somebody. They might um, make a sculpture for somebody or a, a bouquet for somebody. And it was usually a, a, a work of their hands, artistic expression of their hands that they would give to somebody. A poem. You know, we make mixtapes for Lovers. You know, these little things we'd make, we'd make, we'd make. And they kind of got lost. Now we buy stuff. You know, what jewellery, we're going to buy the jewellery. What toy for your kids, you're going to go out and buy the toy. You don't really create much. So even in a gift-giving sense, we aren't being creative. We've lost that creative side of our lifestyle choices. It's a quick one. Often it's quicker. You're popping out, you're done the local supermarket you're walking around you see a toy just pick it up for your kids easy as that you know to sit down be able to find the time do some artwork take time to do your artwork if you even think you're any good at that artwork any good at that trade you're not going to bother so i've invested in myself my artistic expression Um, that's what i'm going to be doing sorry i'm kind of come away from what I was hoping to talk about because I was I was hoping to flick through some news reports and um, touch base on them because at the end of the day I always have a thought when I'm looking at the news I always have a little thought on what I'm reading a question maybe something like that so um, I thought maybe that will happen if I pick up my phone pick up um, news articles But for some reason it's not, and that's why I was thinking. Well, maybe there's just not much news around at the minute. Maybe I'm bored of the news. Maybe I kind of zoned out from the news. Um, Let's take a little look, see what's out there, if we can even find anything. Uh, So what are we looking at? Okay, the Tommy Fury, Jake Paul fight, um, which again I mentioned, but not really news an interesting thing I was walking past a newspaper earlier this is a British newspaper and I thought it's interesting because the front page of all the stuff that's happening this is how quiet maybe the news is other than Ukraine which we hear about all the time maybe people have started switching off to that the front page news of a British newspaper was a footballer having a baby uh, that baffled me because I couldn't understand how front-page news was a footballer having a baby. Of all the things happening in the world today, that seemed to find its way to front-page news of a newspaper. I'm not going to mention the newspaper, I'm not going to name-drop even the footballer. Maybe you saw the newspaper yourself, the article. But with all the politics going on, with all the food crisis and the hiking prices... I just could not understand how that was main news. And as I'm speaking, I'm scrolling through the news. And I can't, I can't lie, I can't pick one interesting piece of news worth touching on. TikTok stars, just utter trash, football, you know, and I'm looking at uh, the this girl that's claimed to be the missing Madeline McCann and they, they want to do a um, blood test on her. It's an interesting story, but yet again, there's going to be lots of hoaxes like that and if it turns out to be her, then it'll be news. Until then, to me, it's just another hoax. It's just another person looking for attention or... With an identity crisis which is a major thing at the moment i feel that the world is really suffering with an identity crisis because each country had an identity very much had an identity stereotypical people and then that culture seemed to get lost when you think about it realistically british culture there was a stiff upper lip, you had the um, bowler hat, you had the cream teas. There was a culture and you kind of knew, you know, this politeness norm. I remember Americans would make jokes about the British or the way that we were because there was a stereotypical British norm. And when we took that British norm away from society, we created an identity crisis. I believe it's some of the reason that there's mental health crisis at the moment. Again, subjects I'd love to go deeper into, um, but it's difficult to cover in one small session, and I feel like there really needs to be um, a series so that I can expound my thoughts and opinions on the subject. We also have to be careful, and this is another aspect, is free speech. Free speech has been lost part of that identity crisis being able to feel comfortable with your identity and be able to speak and discuss not even not even offend but discuss because yeah discussions can be offensive because if someone has ignorance about you your thoughts your beliefs whatever they may be then they're gonna ask questions that can hurt <laughs> they only hurt because this person is ignorant and they can only get understanding if they ask those questions that could hurt but the problem is, is that we, we live in a society that's easily offended today so in this society where we're easily offended then everyone has to mind their tongue cancel culture, mind your tongue lose your job, mind your tongue it's not not that you're being offensive, it's not that you hate this concept of hate speech that sort of has gone to the extreme and this happens in cultures where you put a rule in place and then it goes to the extreme so hate speech is, to me, it's quite an obvious thing it is inciting hatred it's inciting violence, it's inciting harm against a certain group of people but then if you're questioning something a legitimate question many years ago i'm not sure if i spoke on this once i think i might have done many years ago i lost a group of friends because i asked a legitimate question and it was a legitimate question i wanted to understand something there was offence by one person, then two people, then those people stirred up by other people. Eventually six friends lost because of this one question. And the irony of that question was is five years later, that question became a legitimate political question. In politics, discussed openly in a political forum. Now I was wrong five years earlier for discussing And asking that question in a legitimate way. Not offensive, not trying to hurt, but just a legitimate question. But somebody and turned and got offended for whatever reason and then stirred up others to be offended. But that didn't help the situation, not at all. Which is why it had to go into a political format. And it did. And therefore it was considered acceptable. It was deemed acceptable. This is the question, how, how do how does one group deem something acceptable when something is acceptable and something is not? I heard um, D.L. Hewley, American comedian, um, be offended by a, another comedian, an elderly um, gentleman. So he's an African-American comedian, elderly gentleman, I uh, can't remember his name, Stern or Steen, his surname... Um, he made a comment about the syrup and missing the Aunt Jemima. Um, I use um speech speech for that. Aunt Jemima um he made he made a comment about missing her from the packaging. Her as a chef missing her. But DL Hewley took it as an offence. I listened to the Comments. listened to the video didn't hear any offense in the clip that I saw Um, couldn't hear anything that sounded offensive but I could see that somebody could quite easily turn it and make it offensive because we can make anything offensive anything at all could be offensive if you have a dairy intolerance and somebody says in front of somebody can you pass me the milk that could be offensive you could say well you know I've got dairy intolerance. Why would you ask for milk in front of me? Can I have some dairy milk chocolate? Oh, why would you ask for the dairy milk chocolate when you're in front of me? We could all get offended about different things. It's just knowing, picking our battles. So freedom of speech seems to have disappeared. A lot of things have disappeared in society. And it's making people more and more anxious, upset, unhealthy... I, I, Idris Elba's comments recently a lot of people were offended by it. it talked about Rihanna and her Vogue cover and ASAP Rocky and people were offended by it you know so many things are now deemed offensive but by who who is that group of people it's just a group of people who have who take it upon themselves to say i am an advocate i am the voice of this group this movement and i am offended but is that right because as i said anybody can be offended And what's the difference between if 10 people are offensive or one to me it's become a political movement activism has become a political movement it's a numbers game you can literally run a government from behind like backseat drivers with an advocacy group with numbers to say we will not vote for you our members will not vote for you unless you do this for us unless you stop those people unless you and it's the the ultimatum and that's what politics has become it seems to be a lot of activists with numbers forcing political movements. Now, that doesn't seem like a legitimate way to do things and get things done that are right. Not at all, especially because it's deemed offensive by any group. So when... The Star Wars movement made Jedi an official religion. If you now speak against Star Wars, Jedis, in theory, that group could be offended. And if there's a sheer weight in numbers, they become a political movement, putting weight upon the government to make allowances for that movement or to instigate rules for that movement for in exchange for votes. So it seems strange that everybody seems to have the right to be a spokesperson for what offensive is. I often have debates with people of all different things, not just because of offence, because I learn a lot from a debate. I'm not out to cause any offence, but I know that people will be offended. There's a difference. Out to cause offence and people being offended are two different things. You can know someone will be offended just because of the type of person they are. You can know someone will be offended just because they are easily offended people. As I said, you could talk about a pencil, you could talk about tissue, and they'll be offended. But the reality is, is that you can't avoid it if you want tolerance, if you want to understand each other, and if you want the reality to come to the surface—the reality of the beliefs, the situation, and the standards. So yeah, here I am, I'm going through my news feeds and there's nothing there. So I tuned in this week to discuss some news, maybe next week we'll have more success. Everything happens for a reason, but here I was, I just wanted to share a little bit about me, be a bit more uh, introductory of who I am, how I kind of think on a bunch of different levels, so I said art, health mental health, talking about a little bit about the news, talking a bit about equality, racial issues perhaps, so we'll get some people on here to have a debate, have some great debates on these subjects, Um, look at history, look at the rise and fall of empires and racism, but um, yeah, this week I think I'm going to leave it there, Uh, haven't dropped any music this week, I'm going to go back to just a bit of chit-chat. For all those people that seem to like to fall asleep listening to my voice, yes, I had some feedback. I've heard this before. They aren't the first. Um, I take it as a compliment. If you enjoy what I say, then that's a compliment. And if you enjoy to hear the tones of my voice, apparently it's relaxing, so chill out. But I'm not going to drop some music. Because the music might disturb your sleep. I don't want to disturb your relaxation and your sleep. If you're in a chilled out vibe, then you can use this podcast to chill out, go to sleep to. Apparently that's quite a popular thing to do now, put on a podcast just to chill out and go to sleep to. So if you're listening to me this evening and you've chilled out and fallen asleep to my voice, I'm honored. Thank you very much. I might even drop some bedtime stories for you. Along the way, read your bedtime story, sing your lullaby, something like that. But um, yeah, this week I'm going to leave it at that nice chilled version of this podcast. And um, you'll get to know me a little bit more over the weeks. Might even drop some comedy when I'm feeling chilled. Uh, Because that's another dimension of my personality. Because laughter is so good for the soul. Love to see people laugh love to see room for the people belly laughing whether it be at me with me i don't even care because laughter is so good for the soul i love people to feel good so it's all about the healthy body the healthy mind the healthy human being healthy neighbors so let's just do this journey together tune in with me each week and i'll see you next week All the best. God bless. No holds barred. See you again soon.